to Homemaker Chic Podcast. It is Monday. Monday. Here we go. We can do this. I am Angela of, I don't know, CourageandFarmGirl.com. Do you know your name? I think I do. I think. Maybe I will by Tuesday. I am co-hosting this fantastic show with my best girlfriend, Shay Elliott of the elliotthomestead.com. Oh, I think I just did that thing where I breathe into the mic. Don't do that. Mm-mm. How are you? Um, I am well. It's sunny here. And that makes me very happy. Yeah, that's know your audience, Shay. Like, Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. It's not sunny here. <laughs> we finally have like official winter. We had apparently a blizzard uh, before the weekend. I don't see what the big deal was. It was like some snow. But everybody freaked out. Even for Wisconsinites, they freaked out. I'm like, yeah, the chill pig out. People. was empty. They were stripping shelves. Don't we kind of have this whole like emergency response <laughs> thing down yet? <laughs> <laughs> Don't we have stashes of toilet paper already? Something. Come on. Come on. Yeah. People. Oh, well, my goodness. It will be spring eventually. I know it's not it's not yet, but every week we get that much closer. So a it's something closer, a little bit closer, mm-hmm. a few more Mondays, a few I more Mondays, have a lot more Mondays than you do. Oh, so. well, <sighs> come on. I'm very happy to be here. This is my favorite part of the week. Today's show is brought to you by my very own Old World Design Society. And I would like to personally welcome all the new society members. <laughs> so if you are like me and you love a good chateau and you love a crusty little cottage and you love to go thrifting and antiquing and you fancy yourself your own stylist with an eye that wants to learn more than the old world design society is for you. This is a group that is going to meet quarterly. It's going to be supported with a private podcast group and a publication digital Mm-mm. private podcast group. What did I say? <laughs> I'm not drunk. I swear. <laughs> I'm having a hard time right now. Like, I'm with you. You're going to. Yeah. Okay. It is going to be supported with a private Facebook group where we will get to know each other and build a fabulous little society of like minded people together. It is going to also have a publication, be it digital or print, whatever is best for you. So visit oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com. Check out all the details. The winter session starts in less than two weeks. I'm so excited. This is very exciting. You guys, Angela told me that she's actually really nervous about me seeing it, which is so silly. That's such a silly thing to say. I'm obviously on team Angela. Okay. Even if it's ugly, I'll lie to you and I'll tell you it's amazing. It's not ugly. Of course, it's not ugly. We just sent it off to uh, the printer. So everybody who ordered the print version, if you got in on that, congratulations. The print is sold out. And um, I'm so excited for everyone to be able to hold it. It's beautiful. I'm excited about this. Mm -hmm. Today's episode of Homemaker Chic is also brought to you by Toops & Co. Because clean makeup is the new makeup. You guys have heard us talk about how much we love Toops & Co. and their skincare and their amazing clean makeups with clean ingredients. So I want you to visit toopsandco.com and I want you to try two new things for me. Okay, whether you're completely new to Toops & Co., or if you've already been a customer of theirs because they have been a sponsor of the podcast for almost a year now. And that's how much we love them. I want you to go and I want you to try Emily's facial tonics. There's four different ones for you to choose from. And these are absolutely amazing. They feel so good on your skin. And then I want you to go and try the all new liquid foundation. I actually used a powder foundation for many, many years and just switched to a liquid. And I was like, oh yeah. This is amazing. (laughs) This actually covers way better. And Emily's feels so good on your skin. So whether you're looking for all natural skincare or all natural makeup, some delicious tallow bombs, shampoos, charcoal bars, any of it, visit toopsandco.com and use the coupon code HOMEMAKER for 10% off. That sounds lovely. Yes, you had me at tonics. Uh, We did get an email from someone the other day. 
from a listener and she's like, okay, what is it? What red, <laughs> what red lipstick am I wearing? Mm, Where am I getting yes. it? So definitely get it from Tubes and Co. And the color, ironically, is red wine. It's perfect. And on us. that note, <laughs> let's do it. Let's cue, cue that wine music, wine Mr. Music. Elliot. God bless Stu and all his podcast editing abilities. Absolutely. This is the part of the show that is sponsored by Dry Farm Wines, which is a fabulous online company that will ship you just like they do Shay and I and thousands of our listeners. Organic, naturally yeasted, old world, there's that word again, family grown, no garbage wines from around the world. This is wine that is grown and bottled to help you tap into life and celebrate it. No nasty ingredients, no purple dye to stain your teeth, no GMO yeast, no added sugars. So it's a nice local, low alcohol wine that you can drink and not feel bad after drinking it. You can actually feel good about mm-hmm. drinking it. Yes. Yeah, somebody asked me um, the other day, I can't remember what the situation was, but they asked me what my favorite part about dry farm wines were. And I said mm-hmm. that you don't feel like garbage after you drink them. Because frankly, I would just rather not drink anything. I don't like to feel gross. Right. I don't like to feel icky. I like to be at 110% all the time. (laughs) I don't like to feel bloated. Right. I know that's really ugly, ugly word, but that I don't feel bloated after a glass of dry farm. So Mm -hmm. shame on me. You can get your dry farm at dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic and new uh, wine drinkers of Dry Farm can get a bottle for a penny. So you can order three reds, three whites, three reds, three whites, three whites. <laughs> <laughs> I, just I don't know. It I don't feel like day. It our is brains like, are not. There's, it's not happening. There's, I'm feeling like super unprofessional podcast wise. You can get some wine. Yo, you can get some wine and you can get a <laughs> bottle for a penny with whatever you get. So do that. Join the thousands of other listeners that are drinking Dry Farm along with Shay and I, dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic. Yes. Okay, I did that part right. I know the name of our show. <laughs> what are you sipping today, my friend? <laughs> that is a great question. Not enough, apparently. Uh, <laughs> or too I am, much. <laughs> no, I haven't had any yet. Stop. Here we go. I am drinking uh, Domaine Damien Mar, which is not... In a French accent. Of course, this is a 2019 Coderone. And um, it's Can you show me? L- I can. Uh, no, way back here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yes, I'm familiar with this one. So, um, the internet says, if you want to know what the internet says about this wine, <laughs> this garnet red wine has a very open nose, as well as a bouquet of ripe fruit and sweet spices, its texture still reveals a beautiful, velvety, and round concentration. I mean, that's exactly what I would have said. I feel like that's describing almost every good red wine. Like, oh, there's like, a hint of spice. How much work did that take? You know, like, we could just all start uh, our own, like, wine description I know, website. right? Just list off a up bunch of adjectives. words to describe what we're drinking. Okay, so here I go. I'm going to see if it has a beautiful velvety and round <laughs> concentration. Oh, I want a glass of wine. I didn't actually bring one down. Is it good? Sure. Uh, it's round. It's velvet. <laughs> it's concentrated. <laughs> it's all the things. It's all the things. <laughs> uh, well, listeners, do visit dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic for your low sugar, low alcohol, clean old world wines um, and get your free penny bottle. If you are a new Dry Farm Wines customer by using our link in the show notes below. I am I drinking Pellegrino. I saw that. With your plaid, I really like your shirt. Mm-hmm. It's plaid. It's actually a dress. Let me show oh. you. All right, patrons, prepare yourselves if Is you're watching. Really? Oh, now I'm jelly. Oh, stop. Where did you get that? Why did you send me one? Does it has pockets? Of course it has pockets. Uh, I got it from Poshmark, boo. Mm. (laughs) You know me. Um, Who is it? Who are you wearing? I can't read that. I can't. Brooks Brothers. Okay. Isn't it darling? Mm -hmm. I couldn't like it. Uh, The windows are still behind you. Uh, 
Listen. Why is it so hard to move the windows? <laughs> it's not. I just, can I be honest with you? Like, yes. My brain, I'm really not, <laughs> I'm not on right now. Um, it has been so beautiful here that, like, I've just thrown everything out the window and instead I'm just going outside and I'm just playing in the dirt and it's going to get really cold this week. So the playing will be over, but this side of the house, oh, it's so ugly that I don't like to come over here. And so that's why the window is still there, but Jeremy will be back soon and him and Stu are going to put the window in. So this window right to my left, like a foot away from where we record. Right. That's where that window's going. Is that where my head rested? Right. Yes. Right there. Right there. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I dare I say the basement looks much grosser than when you were here. Oh. It's just slowly. You know how you have those rooms in your house that just sort of tumble into. They just disintegrate. They disintegrate. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like this was OK. And now it's offending me. Can you yeah. even see my... No, you can't see my studio behind me. Oh, it's... No. So, um, I'm actually really excited to have this conversation with you today about our I, clean routine. <laughs> I am too. Like, this is what we're doing. We're going to talk about cleaning, okay? I want to read this email from a listener first, though, because, okay. you know, it's just me and okay. you sitting in our offices with some headphones and a glass of wine and... You just forget that so many people are listening and I, I loved this email. It made me really happy. So she says, Emily here. I just wanted to say a big thank you. I'm killing this whole homemaker <laughs> thing lately. And it's thanks to your amazing and inspiring podcast. I'm so proud to report today that I threw out all my holy and stained underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Emily. <laughs> I was ruthless going through my closet and got rid of pilled, unflattering gross shirts. I threw out Walmart leggings that never fit right. They were $7. And I said, Emily, just get rid of them. Scrubbed the crap <laughs> out of my bathroom. Went to freaking town with a magic eraser and homemade cleaning spray. You get the picture. That made me so happy. Now, what mm -hmm. happened in Emily's day, and this is kind of the theme for season five of this podcast, is choose your hard because life is hard and there's always wild cards thrown into the mix. So she's having this killer day and then she walks downstairs and everything's sort of going to H in a hand basket. <laughs> but what she has behind her is now a clean bathroom, even though it's one she hates. Even though trash is spilling and everything's going wrong downstairs, she's got some things tucked into her belt for the day. So she chose her hard and then she got to turn around and mm -hmm. face the hard that life threw her mm -hmm. with a few um, feathers in her cap, which I yes. think is really, really cool. Thank you, honey. Uh, I called in a wine order. Can you also take the bread out of the oven that I forgot was in there that may or may not be burned by now? <laughs> Thank you. May or may not be burned. <laughs> I've only been making it for three days. It's fine. Right. I know when they eat it, I'm like, you know, you do realize that's like a I started. 48 hour loaf of bread there. <laughs> like, I hope you enjoy it. I know. Okay. Um, I loved this part about Emily's email because she talks about having a PVC pipe sticking up out of her bathroom and how it's like the ugliest bathroom in the world. But she freaking scrubbed that pipe clean. I, I have it. so been there. I have so I'm still there. Look at my window. <laughs> Who am I kidding? <laughs> I do the same thing, though. I have parts of my house that are just gross and ridiculous, and I just ignore them. And I don't take good care of them. And yeah. then when I do finally say, okay, you have to like maintain your dignity, even if you don't like this space, even if it's not what you want it to be, even if the toilet seat is like permanently stained on the bottom, like just clean it. Yeah. Be a grown up and take care of what you have. I loved this email. Yes, it was very good. And so we thought, what the heck? Let's just talk about this today. Let's talk about cleaning. Let's talk about it. 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 Uh, okay. I'm gonna, I ain't going to have a drink of wine. Okay, I'll do it with you. Awkward silence. Is there a fly in your wine? <laughs> <laughs> it's, um... <laughs> Sorry. I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm just... Should we do this another day, Shannon? <laughs> uh, uh, you can do it. I know. I'm sorry. I can. I'll just let's just clear the air here, you guys. This we it has to be said. Um, 
my, I am just like, so like, I, this is how I've been all this whole last week, because you guys remember last season we had Audrey on yeah. and, um, man, Danica has just had a really bad two weeks and last week was her birthday. So we got to celebrate with her and celebrating alongside somebody who is going through what they're going through is just, um, I mean, this, this is how it's left me. You know, I just, I'm having a hard time putting any thoughts to words and even finding a place to sort of rest in that. So, so I've been having, I don't know. It's just been a hard, it's been a hard week. Um, also our listeners simply must know this. For those of you who listened to that episode, Danica, the brave, um, Danica is a five-year-old. She's a, she's a daughter of my dear friend and she has brain cancer, but Audrey is pregnant and so she's about, I think she's about 16 weeks pregnant now. And they just found out that their new baby is a little girl. And to me, it's just like the most tender, sweetest little mercy of the Lord. Because Danica is their only girl. They have two boys and Danica. And, it, you know, a mom and a daughter is a very special thing. And, um, you know, anyway... I'm sorry. This is how I've just been all week. And I I just can't quite, I can't quite stick on something. So I will do my best, but it's okay. Well, and it's, it's so much more important than anything else. So it's hard to jump in and out of that space. I'm sure. Yeah, that's exactly it, Angela, Mm -hmm. because Thursday, last Thursday, when we were, we were with them, you know, all day and then I, I'm coming home and, you know, I'm needing to finish the YouTube video. I'm like, who cares about YouTube? <laughs> right. Who cares about any of this? You know? Um, and if anything, though, one of the things that certainly has done is made me desire to sink my teeth into my home and my family mm-hmm. in a completely different way, in less of an obligation way and more of a we are here together for this day. And I know it sounds like so stupidly cliche, but we aren't guaranteed tomorrow. Right. And there are plenty of people who didn't know that their last day was their last day. And I don't mean that to be overly dramatic or, or any of that sense, but this is the reality that we're living alongside with our friends is they literally don't know when their last day will be their last day. And while none of us do, they're faced with it in a much deeper way than we are. And I'll tell you one thing. I mean, you wish it wouldn't take something like this, but I have been holding my babies so Mm -hmm. tight. And when they get up early in the morning, when I'm supposed to be cleaning, it has so softened my heart to what's actually the purpose of these four walls. Mm. And in a way that's a real blessing as we're, as we're going to talk about just keeping that clean and keeping that beautiful. Uh Um, It's a good reminder that it's for the people in it. And we're not, we're on the same team here. We're not, Mm -hmm. we're not going against them. They're not in our space. They're the reason we have this space. Yes. And (sighs) yeah. Yeah. That is Very well stated because, I mean, I have a lot of people. There's a lot of people and I know there's listeners with more and listeners with less, but it's, um, (laughs) it's easy to feel uh, like you're in my space. You're in, you're in my way. I'm trying to do this job. Yeah. And, and then when you have chance to stop and think like, who am I doing the job for? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And you, you know, as her friend, you're in a position where, you know, we all like we will all um, experience tragedy. It just depends on like how close it will get to us. And most of the time we are afforded the comfort of having it be a few degrees away removed, a Mm -hmm. few degrees removed. And so we can cry or we get emotional if we hear a story or we feel sympathy or empathy or grief for someone. Um, But we have an opportunity to 
move to go on with our day or our moment or our week. But you as a family walking side beside their family, you're constantly intersect, you know, it's constantly intersecting with you. So. Which is great. It's great. It's it's very good. Beautiful thing. But I, yeah, I can recognize not being able to just like, just keep shifting gears, you know? Yeah. It's, um, I mean, that this is where mm-hmm. you guys are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think about that. Let's go back to Outlander, shall we? Okay. There's a really, really great scene in Outlander in the books where, you know, Jamie has Ian in America. Ian, spoiler, goes off to live with the Native Americans and they are never to hear from him again. And of course, his sister gets very upset that, you know, Jamie has lost her son, essentially, mm-hmm. and that she'll never see him again. And so she stays in this really angry place for a long time. But then eventually she comes back to him and she finally writes him and she says, you know, I've seen women around me lose their husbands, lose their sons, lose their fathers and these stupid wars and all these battles. And, you know, and people imagine, you know, 200 years ago, people for all kinds of things, people are passing away all around her. And she said, who am I that I should be removed from all this? Who am like, what am I so amazing that I wouldn't ever be asked to lose somebody that I love, you know, she just says it way better than that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I think about that. I think about that a lot, even in terms of cleaning the house. Like, who are you, Shay? Are you so Hmm. great and and high and mighty, you know, that you don't need to get on your hands and knees and just scrub the bathroom floor, you know? And I mean, I think I loved that. It was a very humbling sort of position. You know, you can, you can, love them deeply and then also realize your place in all of it. It's funny you say that because as a homemaker, I'm in this bizarre epiphanal phase right now. Epiphanal ownership, responsible responsibility. I mean, there's like all these words coming into my days and I feel like, you know, I've, been a mother for 15 years now. I have six children. So I was basically having one every 18 to 24 months, you know, and my biggest gap is three years. And that's a a lot of years of hot mess. (laughs) And that is a lot of years. I remember, you know, I would say I come from a, I come from a, a large family of homemakers. Like the women in my family are homemakers. They, they're clean, they're organized. It's it's rather impressive. So it's kind of like living in the shadow of this. Um, my grandmother's last name is Fry, and we call it Fry Girl. Okay, like, and that's the joke. I want to be a Fry Girl because they get it together. Um, but I remember days where my mom would come over and like my toilets were dirty, or there was just my laundry room was just a hell hole. And I would say, like, what you're seeing right now is like literally me doing my best. Mm-hmm. This is it. There, whatever you see, if my junk drawer is a mess or my silverware drawer has breadcrumbs in it or whatever, like, that's as, this is it. There mm-hmm. are no more hours in the day. Um, I feel like I'm up and over that mm-hmm. now as, as a homemaker and mom, I have, helpers now. So I have a lot of people that help. Um, I mostly don't wash dishes. Other people do it. You know, we don't have a dishwasher. The girls wash dishes. Then Aiden helps sometimes. Joel helps sometimes. But like I, I, so I have people to help me. But the things that I feel like I had fallen into some bad habits where I was relying on other people to do things. Um, and I was letting things go and then getting mad that they weren't done. When like ultimately, like I chose this house and the size and the amount of kids I had, like it's my responsibility. And I've, I'm like up and over this hump of having like little kids and I can't blame it on having a baby that needs to nurse every hour every, anymore. Um, it's been a fantastic, sounds silly, like the last 14 days, even our own show is inspiring me to do better. To mm-hmm. choose my heart, to have better, not more, to be more responsible, to look at a situation and go like, what, what have I done to contribute 
to this. In my case, am I sitting around waiting for someone else to do it just so I can be about it, complain and nag and be bitter? And um, I've always gotten up early. I'm getting up a little bit earlier. Instead of diving into my computer work, like I just go down and I fine tune anything that didn't quite get done the way I wanted it the night before. And then I sit at my computer, like things I just feel are coming together. And there's this amazing thing that happens, Jay. Like when you clean your house, you have a clean house. <laughs> like That's yeah. where I am right now. And I've always fancied myself to have a clean house. Like I've never been like mortified when somebody comes over. I would say, oh, my laundry room's a mess. Like you have to walk through my laundry room or walk through my boot room. I would make apologies for whatever. But then once you get in, like not bad for someone who has six kids and a working mom. But I've raised the bar and decided to accept a lot more ownership about mm-hmm. what I see. Mm-hmm. Not to take off the hook, the responsibility of children, but dang, I feel like I'm in the zone. Mm-hmm. It feels really good. What do you think that that is? Because I've I've been experiencing much the same thing and I've likened it to, um, I don't know quite how you say this, but I think you being a little bit more spearheaded with my work, casting a little bit less broad of a net and just Mm -hmm. really trying to dial in the amount of time I work and the jobs that I'm taking and what I'm saying yes to. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that has in turn freed me up more time to be able to focus on some of my homemaking tasks. Uh, We'll talk a lot about Thursday about staying on the rails, you know, this idea of habits, but don't you think that homemaking and cleaning, having a nice home, that's kind of one of those things to me that like bre- creativity breeds creativity. Okay. So like the more you're creative, the more you're creative. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think homemaking is very much the same way when you are homemaking and let's say, okay, here's an example. I had some ripe bananas. Okay. Okay. Ripe bananas, like squishy brown mm-hmm. bananas. I set them out on a plate with a loaf pan the night before, after I cleaned my kitchen as a reminder to myself, make some banana bread. When you get up early, let's make some banana bread for breakfast. Right. right. And my kids thought I was the best mom in the history of the world because, you know, I took seven minutes to make banana bread and stick it into the oven before I sat down to do some computer work. And if you're saying, oh, how do you have the time? Uh, I just get up early. That's I don't I don't have any extra time in the day. I just get up early Mm -hmm. (laughs) to be able to do something like that. But then what that does is it sets the pace for the day and it sets the what we call in our house, the aroma of the home. And when that aroma shifts, it breeds more of the same. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of a. A self-fulfilling prophecy in that way. You know, it's um, you think, how could I ever? And then you do. And then it just it explodes. Right. Do you think that's kind of what's happening? I do. And I think you're right. Same with like working out. Like you think, oh, I don't have the energy. I'm I'm overweight. I'm tired. You you spend more energy. You end up getting more. You get more sleep your sleep is better. You know, you get more sleep. Like, yeah, it begats the neck, the thing, you know, I do. I feel like I just, by the grace of God, just like got this new ball rolling. Yeah. And there will be, I'm choosing my heart. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not easy Mm because I, and I know things will happen. And I, you know, I actually, hello, here's a group. Here's a little example. I've been killing it. Like, like Emily said in her email, I just have felt so great. Like, oh my goodness, not delusional. Like maybe this isn't as hard as I thought it was, but like, I actually can do this. Mm-hmm. I can just take the Windex into the bathroom, give the toilets a wipe down, stop complaining that there's lint on the back of, you know, mm-hmm. looking nasty. Like just do it. It takes 30 seconds. So mm-hmm. Stop complaining mm-hmm. and spend those 30 seconds and wipe the toilet down. Um, choosing mm-hmm. my heart. So big time. So sure enough, I dropped a vacuum cleaner on my foot (laughs) like three days ago. And it was just right. I was just 
chugging along. And I thought like maybe I fractured my foot because for about a 24 hour period of time, I was hopping around just excruciating pain. Like, great. Now, first of all, everything I've like, everything's going to come to a screeching halt. But I was able to look around and go, no, actually, there's like four rags on top of the washing machine. That's it. You're all caught up on laundry. Yeah. The house really isn't that dirty. Like, yeah. There's nothing on your bedroom floor. Your bed is made. Your bedroom is vacuumed. Everything is wiped down. Bread is going. So you chose your heart and now you dropped a freaking vacuum cleaner on your foot and you can't walk. But everything is not going to go to hell now because you've been you've been on top of it. On top of it. But don't you think that's what's so frustrating to me? Because it's funny to me how we end up in these same headspaces often. We do. Um, But. (sighs) <sighs> totally just lost my name. <laughs> Completely gone. Never mind. <laughs> hmm. The end. <laughs> okay. How does that happen? I don't know. It's oh scary. <sighs> nope. I got nothing. Okay. I've got nothing. Oh, I got it. Okay. It's frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> when you realize that you were the problem. <sighs> ding, 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 ding. And I'm like you, Angela. We always joke about playing the martyr. Uh, I can't. How could you guys get this many clothes messy in 48 hours? It's like, well, because they're outside playing outside, being kids, climbing trees. Right. You know, are you going to be mad at them for being six and wanting to go, you know, putts around outside? No, that's what you want them to do. So like. My heart is either keep them inside and keep them clean or wash their laundry. And I'm choosing to be like, go outside, go play, get dirty, climb Mm -hmm. the tree. I'll wash your laundry. And of course they help. I don't mean that mom needs to bear all this by them by herself. I just mean when you realize, oh, the laundry wasn't getting done because I was scrolling Instagram instead of spending four and a half minutes to put a load in. Yeah. We always know. I think it's like a hard, it's hard words. This is, yeah, our clean routine. I don't know. Maybe this conversation is going different than we intended. <laughs> I'm fine with that. It is a look in the mirror hard moment because, yeah, I know women. I mm-hmm. am one. I know you. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we can complain. We can get better. We can play the martyr. And I'm not, you know, once we had a listener email us and say, like, you guys deserve to be crabby every once in a while. You know, you got a lot going on. And if your husband leaves his underwear on the floor and your kids don't pick up, like that's your divine right, basically, to get pissed about it. Maybe, but not stay. I don't <laughs> think of I course, agree that's with a, that. going to be a natural reaction. But like, we need to choose our heart and look at the situation and go like, what, what can I contribute to this? There is no reason for my, the backs of my toilets to have lint. Stuck to them. Like that is something I can do. I am capable. I can, whatever time wasters I, you know, come on. Yeah. See, I don't think I agree with what she said because, and here's why. Because it's okay to feel upset and it's okay to have, we've talked about this, have a sit down with the family and say, hey guys, it's time to contribute. And I've made chore charts and everyone's going to be required to do the Mm -hmm. things on their list every day. And this is how we're going to move forward. It's okay to recognize those tension points and deal with them. Yes. I'm all about that. But also do all things without grumbling. Right. Right. Yeah. It's the grumbling. The The grumbling is not productive. The grumbling is not helpful. It's not edifying. It's not encouraging. The grumbling is to make you feel better. It it begets more grumbling. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's and what so, it does. No, I don't think you're allowed to just grumble. I always think of the the burglar on Home Alone. You know, he's Joe Pesci when he's just like, nom, 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 nom. right? Nom, 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 nom. It's like that's what you look like. How? Yeah. Do you like? Do you see Audrey Hepburn doing that? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> is that what we love to see in a woman? Who's no. tending to her home? Nom, 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 nom. Like no. that, that's not, and that's not what we want to see in our kids. When we tell our kids to go clean right. their room, we don't want them to act like that. Right. And it's um, not, it's not, you know, for those, for our listeners that have uh, 
that do have husbands and children, it's not to like give them a free pass. I do think there's a right way to sit down. I, oh, I did yeah. it the other day. I, I did it the other day. I was like, yo, like you hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. I I was giving my all and you weren't. And this is how I felt. And mm-hmm. like, but it's this. Yeah. I think you and I are very proactive people in particular, you know, you and I as friends and it is just that um, keeping in mind that if it's not going to bear fruit, like don't do it. And I, mm-hmm. I was, you know, just even in prepping for Thursday's show, which I'm really excited about, you know, like if you're just grumbling and grumbling and grumbling and you're just miserable and you're just pissed at your husband and pissed at your kids all the time, maybe the call is coming from inside the house. <laughs> I told you when my friend Amber said that she picked me up for coffee one day and I was like, Amber, my kids are wrong. My husband's wrong. This schooling situation's wrong. The house is wrong. And she said, if everything's the problem, you are the problem. Well, amen to Amber. Because we were like 50 yards away from my house. I was like, all right. So that (laughs) awkward. Take me back home because I got to go apologize. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's true. Like if you're just (laughs) mad at everybody, if your husband can do no right, like that's not a realistic situation. If your kids can do no right, like you were saying, okay, no, I, yeah, I, I want to be the mom that wants their kids to play outside. So then I have to look at this very like an adult pragmatically mm-hmm. what happens when children play outside they get dirty they mm-hmm. make laundry mm-hmm. like you said it takes four minutes to run a load of laundry like reality check yeah mm-hmm. 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 okay yeah so yes to what all, yes to all of those things so let's 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 dive into the actual what are we clean, doing the clean routine yeah. thing um i <laughs> i don't know how to say this because i clean everything every day yeah our situations are different in that we are both home with our families all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, Stu and I did a, we shot a YouTube video last week and it was just inviting people to come and like make dinner with me. And so okay. we start this bolognese sauce at lunchtime. We clean the kitchen. We come back in, we make the cream puffs. We clean the kitchen. We do the pasta. We prep a meal for our neighbors. We clean the kitchen and then we eat dinner. And he mm-hmm. said to me, Oh my word, it's amazing. The amount of activity and production that comes from this kitchen. Yeah. And so when I have to actually scrub the floors every three days, like I have to just remind myself, look what, look what has come out of here. Look how Mm. many people that you have fed in this space. And when you talk about like growing as a homemaker, I got to tell you, you guys, I'm right there with Angela and that having to be accountable to y'all as listeners on this podcast has made me up my homemaking game for sure. And, and that whole, like, I am so tired of being the hot mess. I'm so Mm -hmm. tired of being the person who can't remember my parents' anniversary and reminds Mm -hmm. them a week late. Like you are a 34 year old woman, get a calendar, write it down and send them a card. Like, They've been married for 35 years, 40 years. See, ridiculous. Like that's ridiculous. And I don't want to be that person. That's not the type of daughter I want to be. That's not the type of wife or friend I want to be. Mm -hmm. And so, um, check just like checking that and saying, if I don't want to keep on this path, then what's going to be different or embracing what is and giving thanks for and saying, Lord, thank you for my messy kitchen because I have fed people and I have been able to take food to people and nourish people and invite them to my table. And no one leaves here weary and hungry. And that is an incredible blessing. And so shut up about the dishes, ask for help, do what you need to do. Use paper plates. If you have to (laughs) stop, Mm-hmm. Stop. Give it's it is we talk about this the heart posture all the time. Let's let's switch it. And instead of just bitching and moaning constantly about the apple cores under our couch, which I know we joke about all yeah. the time because there are lots of apple cores under my couches and there's <laughs> lint on the back of my toilet. But what about if our posture was to just flip and say, first up, I'm just going to be thankful. I'm going to give thanks for this. Because mm-hmm. what does this mean? Well, it means they're not eating gummy bears. Yeah. 
There you, you go. go. Yeah. <laughs> and to have laundry means that I have children who get to wear those clothes, mm-hmm. you know, and they're here and they're with me. And, you know, to have a husband who leaves his underwear on the floor. Yeah, it's annoying. You have a husband. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can we give thanks for that? Because mm-hmm. none of these things last forever. And so <sighs> I'm preaching to myself now. <laughs> I know. It all just seems so unimportant to me. But it, I mean, it's not. Home is important. It's not. Home is very important. And, um, I don't want my kids to um, to leave and be like, oh, mom, you know, she was a complete wreck, a mm-hmm. complete hot mess. But the house was spotless. We were never allowed to, you know, it looked great all the time. Like, who wants that? Right. Well, yeah. You know, it's it's this is a stupid example, you guys, but. I've had I like have <laughs> this is so dumb. I have these convictions about aluminum foil. Okay. I don't keep it in my kitchen. <laughs> I don't. I just don't use it. I don't keep it. I don't cook with yeah. it. Whatever. Um, I went to the grocery store and I bought a bunch of those foil to go, you know, like casserole tins with the plastic lids. Yeah. And just stocked them. Stocked well, up on them. They're really and great. Like for making meals why. for families. They're so great. Yeah. And when I had to just at the drop of a hat, make a meal for somebody last week, I was able to just do that and just Mm -hmm. to have them there. And it was such like a skillet over the back of the head moment for me where it was like all those things that you think are so important are not. Those are not the important things. Because I guarantee you that family didn't care if their food touched aluminum foil. Right. They don't care. They do care if somebody's willing to make supper mm-hmm. for them. That means a lot to them. And I think the same could be said for so much for our families and for our homes. Like my kids don't care what shade of lipstick I'm wearing, <laughs> you know, but at the stage that they're at now, it's very important to them. It's it's very important to them if I get up and make them banana bread. That means mm-hmm. a lot to them. With a smile. With a joyful heart. And when they yeah. come out, I'm not like, oh, well, you're up early. Uh-huh. Instead of like, come here, baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, go curl up by the fire with daddy while we have our quiet. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I think the timing is right. I don't think this is just a conversation between you and I. We have a whole world listening that's been through hell. You know, a, a lot of people have had a reality check on what's important and they've lost people or are in the process of losing people. Yeah. And um, yeah, I... <laughs> A smile when they come around the corner. A smile for yourself. I know we have single listeners, you know, it's you're in your own home and you can be a blessing to yourself, even with your, the discipline of your own attitude and yeah, how you feel about being alone, even, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the things that sort of uh, coming to light even more so is that. So many times in our life, we think, oh, when I get married, when I have kids, oh, when my kids are out of the baby stage, oh, when mm-hmm. I get that new tile on my kitchen floor, and oh, when I get that new stove that I really want. And, right, and when my bathroom doesn't have a PVC pipe. When my bathroom you know? doesn't yeah. have a PVC pipe. And um, and then you like you see somebody going through what Audrey's going through, and you're just like, yeah, none of that is it at all. and. 
I think about Anthony Bourdain a lot and think about how he was able to get into people's the stories he told by getting into people's lives. And these people, Mm. you know, third world countries cooking over a trash can, you know, um, with their one skillet and (laughs) a butter knife or something, you know, but they had music playing and they just had this piece of heart kind of presence about them, you know, Mm -hmm. and he, he met a lot of people like that. And, um, it's easy, I think, particularly in America, where you just sort of chase this McMansion dream, you know, um, I've been guilty of that for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, oh, I'll be happy when I'll be happy when and or I'll, I'll want to clean my house when. Right. Or I'll be joyful when my kids get up early when. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we would be so much better as homemakers. If we realize that it, it, the important things are actually the small things, the really, really, really small things. Um, for some reason, I think about like smells or I think mm-hmm. about like good music. Like those aren't things that are bound by your budget at all mm-hmm. or by your life circumstance really at all. <laughs> you know, music, uh, fellowship meals together like these are things that are universal across borders any of it budgets aside you know the state of your home aside like there are ways that we change the important things you know and yeah i I mean i wish it didn't take something as horrible to like make you see that, you know, to like, why should a mom have to be told, don't get grouchy at your kids when they get up early? Why should she have to be told that? <laughs> so silly. Dead air. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Um, Yeah, we didn't talk about cleaning at all. <laughs> That's okay. We talked about the heart behind cleaning. Yeah. That probably yeah. matters more. Nobody needs a how to clean grout with a toothbrush trick <laughs> from us. They need encouragement <gasps> in their heart when they are cleaning the grout. They know what there to do. Go. We all yeah. know what to do. We need a reminder as to why it's important. We didn't need a reminder of uh, the spirit to do it in and and the blessing that it actually is to be able to do it. We're, we don't, we're not living in a cardboard box. We have a toilet to clean. Yeah. You know, it kind of reminds me of, I have lamented to Stu many times about <laughs> what happens to women's breasts after they breastfeed for babies. <laughs> Okay. And I've tried to explain to him, like, no, you don't understand. This is like a feminine element. Like, this is part of being a woman. It's one of the mm-hmm. distinguishing, you know, parts of me as a woman. And he always says to me, God bless this man. He says, Your breasts have sustained four children in their life. Mm-hmm. What more feminine thing could you possibly think to do with them? You know, like make them big. And perky when you're wearing a nice dress. Like they did the ultimate thing. Did the thing. <laughs> they sustained the babies. And I think that is the heart of what I'm feeling deeply right now in the home. It's like, okay, okay, you're given this home. I don't care if I don't care if it's in suburbia, if it's, you know, a farmhouse, if it's an apartment. I don't care if you live there by yourself or with six kids. Like, I just think that heart behind it of like, this is whatever this is, whatever you have is a gift to be given and shared with others. Um, Like use it that whole, like just use it, get to the finish line and have nothing left in your cup because you have poured it all out. And if that means, you know, if it just means feeding your family and letting them spill red sauce on the white tablecloth, then so be it. If that means that, you know, your neighbors have a place to come and to be, then so be it. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I think about your friend that you've been taking dinner to every week. Um, 
and the difficult time that they're in. And like this, are you going to then complain because your kitchen's messy? Like, no, you, you obviously you have this incredible heart to serve them in this way. And I don't know. I just like, I want to joyfully use that. Yeah. Like, let it be used. Let it be used for what it was for. A kitchen is made for cooking. You know, a living room is made for lounging and for people being comfortable and filling up. So I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think it's the heart behind it. And, Mm -hmm. um, how many times when we have a conversation on this show, do we circle back around to, I mean, I just feel like that's so it's with everything. It's with modesty. I hate that word, but it's with modesty. It's like, it's your intention. It's the heart behind yeah, what you're doing. It is. Yeah. So many times we've come back to that. Yeah. It's so rarely the thing itself. Right. So rarely the thing itself. Um, yeah. How are we on time? Oh, we have a few more minutes. We have a few more minutes. So I will say, um, you guys, that one of the, one of the best things I did for myself when I had young kids, when, um, you know, I was rightfully so in the, in the pretty hot mess stage, Mm -hmm. um, I got house cleaners and it was fabulous and it took a huge sacrifice of our budget. Huge. But I just told Stu, it's this or death. (laughs) (laughs) And so uh, I tell you that and thinking I clean, I still clean all day, every day. (laughs) I don't not clean and my cleaners do it for me. Um, Mm -hmm. But it is the opportunity once a week for us to focus on our work. It's a day that we take aside almost completely for our office work. And um, it's, it's okay to ask for help. You don't. To be the, you know, the quote, the ultimate homemaker. You know, we're not talking about the 50s housewife, you know, greeting the kids with a tray full of cookies when they come home from school. Okay, maybe that's what that looks like for you. Maybe it doesn't. I just mean you don't have to do it all by yourself. Right. So if that if you needed to hear that, I needed to hear that. I felt like a total failure when I got house cleaners and. Now I don't at all. (laughs) And I think, thank you. Thank you for your service. I remember Um, at one point. um, Anyway. Right. I think I finally got help like right when Junior was like two, maybe one and a half. I started having um, a friend's teenage daughter come over and help me for just two hours a week. And it was glorious. Mm -hmm. She would just wipe countertops Mm -hmm. and wash whatever dishes were in the sink and run a vacuum. She just run, yeah. run a vacuum cleaner. It was just a little help. I felt like a queen <laughs> just mm-hmm. getting help from a friend's teenage daughter was amazing. Just amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is. It's such a gift. And, um, and it's such an opportunity too for somebody like that. I learned how to clean a house. Um, Obviously, my mom, we had chores and that kind of thing. But like my aunt hired me to clean her Mm -hmm. house. So for years, I cleaned her house every week. And it was great. It was great for me to learn how to do that in keeping a home. And so in a way, that's that is a very good gift to pass on to somebody as well. Um, But yeah, don't don't feel like there's some right or wrong way to do this. Um, Everybody has different styles of cleaning and tending to their home as it should Mm. be. There's no right or wrong way to do it. And you're not going to do it the same way that we do it. I think the most important thing is that you have the right posture of heart and that you're willing to do it with a joyful heart. However, that manifests for you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think, you know, if we're in closing, just like looking around, what are the distractions? What are the excuses that you're making? Like, where's maybe a lack of, Ownership. That's kind of, you know. That's what I've been experiencing. Having to look and say, what? Where was I just mm-hmm. waiting for someone to do this? Yeah. You know. Yep. Which, by the way, they're not going to. They're not going to, <laughs> and I can do it faster and better. <laughs> and yeah, I can find the time. I can find the time. Yep, it's very true. Uh, one thing I learned recently 
is that I really like to clean by myself. I like to plug in an audio book or yeah. some good music. I like to to do it my way. Mm-hmm. And um, this doesn't take away from the kids and them doing the chores that they need to do. But I found that I actually really enjoy doing it when they go to bed at night or before they get up in the morning. Um, because otherwise they're all here. And that's fine. And there are times where they'll go play outside and I'm able to go and to get some of that in. But, um, you know, again, if you if you got to do it, like, let's do it the best we can and let's do it with a joyful heart. And um, however you need to do that, you know, recognize mm-hmm. it and then work with it. Oh, look, you see Juju outside. I'm texting people. Stop stomping. You're being too loud. That's what I'm doing. Oh, I actually yeah. can't hear them. Well, that's amazing. Well, Juju's I'm still glad. in her, her pajamas. So that tells you what, what kind of day it's been here. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Wipe the countertops thing. off at night. Gift yourself some paper plates. If you have a teenage girl in the neighborhood, invite her to come and help mm-hmm. you. Put Get off Facebook. Clean your toilets. Just... Do yep. the do the things, do them with a happy heart, do them in an enjoyable way, like Shay was just saying, with some earbuds, with us in your ears, with your favorite music. Mm-hmm. No mm-hmm. more excuses. Mm-hmm. There really aren't any more cleaning t- tips that you need to know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's all been done. That's all been done. And by better people than us, for sure. Right? <laughs> <laughs> You know, when, when uh, we, I told you on What's Inspiring Us, that episode we did a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago, um, I told you about Gautier Capuçon, that cello, French cello player. Yes. And I got to tell you, his Emotions album that I recommended, it's actually a really great cleaning album because it's very dramatic. It's called Emotions. It's like he did it just to torture your soul in a beautiful way. <laughs> But when you're when you're listening to it and you're vacuuming and then, you know, your kids come up and interrupt you and, oh, can we have a snack and blah, blah, blah. Like it really actually does do wonders on your heart. Mm. You know, it's not like when you're listening to a pop song, you're like, okay, just yeah, just go do it yourself. Can't you see I'm really grinding here? (laughs) You know what I mean? It it kind of puts you in this emotional posture, which is actually a very it can help with that tender heartedness and reaction towards things when they do happen you can't be listening to something that beautiful like this he does this incredible version of ave maria Mm. and it's like if a glass of milk spills you're not going to be like oh (laughs) like that's not that there's no way you could respond there's no way you could respond that way it's too beautiful Mm. um yeah so i've been listening to that a lot while i've been cleaning lately and it's been very encouraging Uh, you know, <laughs> it wasn't right for me to say this a few minutes ago, but you and I were talking about like what your breasts look like after sustaining <laughs> life <laughs> last week. I, Thursday's episode was hysterical. If you guys have not listened to Thursday's episode, you need to do it. If you're not a patron yet, you need to head over to patreon.com forward slash homemaker chic podcast and become a patron so you can watch the episode but we talked about um we just had we just had fun we really didn't talk about anything and i talked about my new obsession with the now it's over but the show shits creek which and, um hold on real fast spelled. yes we need to correct because like we got an email from Melissa. She's like, that's a Canadian show. It's our only successful show in all of Canadian television and we're very proud of it. <gasps> Oh, because you did, you said something about watching shows on the BBC. Yeah. And then I wasn't talking about Schitt's Creek, but it kind of sounded like that. Right. Because then I was like, oh, I'm trendy. I'm watching something. Oh, you get true. Props to Canada. is Canadian. Okay. Wonderful. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. Go ahead. No, that's great. And I watch it on VidAngels with my daughter, lest you think I'm corrupting my child. But I kind of corrupted her a little bit last night. She's 13. And it made me laugh when you were talking about sad, sad breastuses <laughs> because <laughs> there is an episode where the mother is like frantically trying to find nude pictures of herself on the internet. And she's disappointed that she can't find any. And she, she gives this big speech about like, when you're young, you don't appreciate your body. And she's telling a younger girl, like take nude pictures of yourself. <laughs> So you can look back and remember what you didn't appreciate. And Amelie's go, Amelie, she's like, why would anyone do that? I'm like, actually, that's probably a good idea. 
Because you just don't appreciate it when you have it. And it's then everything's better. hanging down to your kneecaps no, and you can tie it in better. a bow. And can you imagine I'm looking to, back? I'm being not like, saying oh. take note pictures of yourself. I'm saying the whole idea is hysterical. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. It was, it was very funny. And if I smiled while you were telling the picture of your sad breasts, that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> So, oh, there you go. There you go. Patreon.com forward slash Homemaker Chic Podcast if you want to watch the show. Thank you so much to our sponsors, to all my new society members at oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com. Be sure to get in on that. The actual um, physical magazine is sold out, but you can still get a digital copy and join us for all the society art assignments and creative projects and DIYs that we're going to do in our private group. And who else? Toops and Company. Mm-hmm. Thank you so Toops much. And Get yourself some yep. tonics mm-hmm. and some red wine lipstick. Yes. And then do visit dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic to stock your clean drinking wine cabinet. And um, that's all. I think that's it. I know we have an amazing crowd out there, you guys, and I would really covet your prayers for sweet Danica yes. and for the entire Taylor family. If you'd like to follow Danica's story, you can find her on Facebook. Her Facebook page is Danica the Brave. Um, and I know that they would really appreciate it. So be praying for our sweet, sweet friends. Okay. Okay. We'll see you guys Thursday. See you Thursday. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.